Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners. The hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. Wow, here we are. Yet another book is coming to a close today. Famous Amos, you're out of here. Famous Amos in the bag. (laughs) Done and done. Exactly. Jace, I appreciated that you really brought it with your opening dance. (sighs) One of those sky dancers. Oh, yeah. Outside of a used car lot. That was great. That's what I was going for. Yeah. Flailing inflatable tube man. Yeah, Yeah. I'm glad that came across. Yeah. It was. It was good. It was <laughs> oh, boy. I'm, I'm excited. This is great. I am a little bit ashamed to admit, though, that I failed to acquire any Famous Amos cookies for some kind of eating challenge. Shoot. Of small to large risk. That's okay. Oh, I also realized, did we fail to acquire a quiz for after this? Oh, no. I got us. I oh, got us. Yay. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I found a quiz with sound effects built in, too. <gasps> what? What does that even mean? Wow. So depending if we get the answer right or wrong, we will get sound effects to that Ta-da! effect. Or boom. <laughs> Something like that. Is anyone going to get slimed? Is it like a Nickelodeon game show? We probably should. We should quickly mix up a bunch of slime. Just go throw slime on Dedeker. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But anyway. Yeah, Rockanon in the chat is reminding me that was going to be our challenge of how many famous no. Amos cookies can you fit in your mouth, which yep. is maybe even more of a choking hazard than the Fig Newton challenge. Yeah, yeah, possibly. How big are famous? I, I can't even like come to a, a thought in my mind of what these <laughs> look like. Like they're smallish chocolate chip cookies. Okay. Like not not like small for a chocolate chip cookie, but like normal size. They're not like those big, you know, giant chocolate chip Oh, cookies. but they come in like little bags in vending oh. machines. So they're, I, they're tiny. Oh, yeah. Maybe they do make little ones too. Okay. Hmm. Well, that then you could have done it, but... You could probably could have fit a lot in your mouth. Alas. Yeah. That's true. Not. Yeah. Yeah. It brings me back to, I do feel like I have this memory of being on some kind of a longish cross-country road trip and stopping at, uh, you know, one of those like rest stops. Uh-huh. And... Being super hungry and the old, like the closest thing to food in the vending machine was Famous Amos cookies and I did get them <sighs> that's for a, that purpose. That's a bleak vending machine if Famous yeah. Amos is the closest thing you got <laughs> to food, <laughs> to actual food. Surely at least there's some giardettos or whatever it is. Or pretzels. No, that's the thing. Like they didn't even have those. It was like Famous Amos or candy bars. Boy, oh boy. Or, you know, Starburst or something. And I was like, well. Desperate times. So we got. Oh, okay. <laughs> Famous Amos it is. Yeah. Like, Yep. Quite. Wow. Well, I'm trying to recall what happened last time. The thing that stuck with me was that this is like the first prophet or the first recorded prophet. Did you say that? That was really yeah. interesting and kind of adds texture to all of this stuff because mm-hmm. quite frankly, a lot of it is the same old, same old, you know, doom and gloom, doom and gloom. 
but it's before the real doom and gloom happens. Didn't you say that it was like kind Correct. of around the time of prosperous, that, that Israel was prospering, whereas, right. yeah. you know, Babylon is taking over a lot of the other prophet time periods. Right, exactly. It's like by the time, you know, who like Ezekiel was prophesying, it's like mm-hmm. we were already starting to get invaded. Maybe the Northern Kingdom had already been captured and now we we're just sitting around in Judah and prophesying things. Yeah. But yeah, this was way before any of that. That reminds me, was it, no, it was, was it Ezekiel or no, not Ezekiel. It was one of the prophets on the chariot. I'm reading the stand right now and they talked about the flying prophet on the chariot. Oh, that was Elijah who was taken up. Yes, in his flaming chariot. And one of the characters was like, Yeah, that's the one. Maybe Elijah will come on his flaming chariot and and Uh help me like get to the next destination. And then she was like, no, it's not going to happen. So I was (laughs) laughing though. (laughs) Yeah, accurate, accurate. We did learn that Amos is a herdsman. That's the only thing we know Mm. about him. Mm -hmm. Yes, Mm -hmm. the only thing. And I do think that in this particular uh, episode, the second and last episode of Amos, I do think we are going to get a little more story about stuff happening to Amos. I do think we're actually going to get some of that. I don't know for sure, but I've I've heard rumblings, you know, whispers on the air. Slash you read ahead a little? No, no, it's when I was looking at the Wikipedia. Got it. Okay. Uh, That would do it. I got the same thing. Yes. Implication that this might happen. Lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, All right. What are you two drinking? Well, Jace, you said that you got a really fun cocktail for everyone today. Yes, Jace made us Sazeracs and had the audacity to tell me that a Sazerac is always this tiny. Mm. There's like a finger, mm. a finger of a drink in here. Yeah. So, yeah. what what is a Sazerac? Yeah, I've never had one. So, a Sazerac is basically it's um, a rye whiskey with like an absinthe rinse in the glass. So it has a little bit of that. And then it's got... And then toss it, yeah. A couple different kinds of bitters, a sugar cube, uh, a little bit of like lemon oil and some lemon around the edge. There are some variations. I found one variation that had uh, cognac in it as well. And so for ours, I just did like this tiniest splash of like an orangey cognac cognac. just just to see... Um, but it's not served. So it's all liquor. Yeah, it's all liquor, and it's not served over ice. So it's not really diluted mm. at all. So that's why I was like, mm-hmm. I know it's not a lot, but it's strong. So like, sip it and be careful with it. Yeah, it's. But you don't need a lot. I, I just took my first sip. Can confirm it is strong, but delightful, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's quite delightful. Great. Good. <laughs> Excellent. What are you drinking, Em? So it's April now, or it will be by the time this episode comes out. And the month of April is going to be herbaceous cocktails. So because spring has sprung. um, Yeah, spring flowers. Yes, exactly. I may do some flower, like edible flower type things. But today I made a basil mint cucumber lemonade with gin. And yeah, I used... It is, it's really good. I used Hendrix gin, which is already like very floral and springy. Um, it's just lemon juice, agave, and then all of these herbs and cucumbers muddled in there as well. And then I topped it with my favorite Topo Chico as well. It's, it's strong, but it, it's very good. Lovely. So highly recommend. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, are we ready for this? Oh, so ready. Oh, yeah. Okay. Today, we're going to be continuing on with Mr. Cellophane himself, Amos. Uh, We're going to be doing five chapters today. So Amos 5 through 9, 
And then we're going to be doing two psalms, which is Psalm 96 and 97. So uh, everyone strap in, grab your drinks, and we're going to get started. As we get started, we want to remind everyone to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us, or you can listen to us while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, cha-cha, it is time for Amos chapter 5. Listen to this word, which I take up for a lamentation over you, O house of Israel. The virgin of Israel has fallen. Uh-oh. Yeah, we're back to this. Who's this that? Chestnut. Just, oh, wait, if it's the virgin of Israel, that's like slightly different than calling Israel a virgin? I think it's the same. I, I think it's the same. Okay. Okay. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. But I'm pretty sure it's just Israel. The virgin of Israel has fallen. She shall rise no more. She is cast down on her land. There is no one to raise her up. For thus says the Lord Yahweh, the city that went forth a thousand shall have a hundred left, and that which went forth one hundred shall have ten left to the house of Israel. What? Decreasing by factors of ten. That's yep. good. Yeah, we got it. Okay. okay. Got it. Okay. For thus says Yahweh to the house of Israel, seek me and you will live. But don't seek Bethel nor enter into Gilgal, and don't pass to Beersheba, for Gilgal shall surely go into captivity, and Bethel shall come to nothing. Okay, so, so, so avoid, avoid those places. Yeah, at all costs. Yeah, they're gonna, yeah that's going to go real bad there. Seek Yahweh, and you will live, lest he break out like fire in the house of Joseph, and it devour, and there be no one to quench it in Bethel. This just reminds me of, oh, now I guess it's different. It's not seek, it's speak. Like speak friend and oh, enter. It just reminded yeah, okay. me kind of that. But So seek not being different. captured and carried away over somebody's shoulder and enter. Yes, seek me and you will live. <laughs> yes, exactly. good, good. You who turn justice to wormwood and cast down righteousness to the earth. Now this is fun. Because there is wormwood in our drinks. In the in yours. I need to get some in the absinthe. absinthe. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's be fair. It's like we showed the glass to the bottle of absinthe and was like, hey, <sighs> it, we want to introduce the two no. of you. But they didn't actually hang out or talk to each other or get along at all. So It's a rinse. It's, it's a rinse. They hung out briefly and then went their separate ways. They hooked up once. <laughs> yeah. They bounced in and out of the glass. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you who turn justice to wormwood and cast down righteousness to the earth, seek him who made the Pleiades and Orion. Oh, those are constellations. I get it. Seek him who... Wait, did they know about constellations then? Yeah, that's like all they had. Well, sure. People have known about constellations as, as long as there have been stars. Oh, yeah? Right? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Like, when was... Uh, yeah. Constellation boys. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Hold on. Constellation boys. Who Who are the constellation boys? Like, I, I'm thinking of, like, some of the great philosophers who talked about that. Who are constellation boys? <laughs> you know? So, I think the thing is that every culture the world over has had some version of constellation boys. Okay. Right? Okay. Because we don't have smartphones and all we have to look at at night is the stars. So, we make... Okay. Uh, so, they all 
already were naming yes. them. Got it. Yeah. I just didn't realize this is a long time ago, like a long, long time ago. Yeah. Now, to be fair, uh, M, that is a, a little bit strange that this translation would call it Orion, since they might not have called it that. Yeah, I was going to say, I would imagine at this time they probably called him something slightly different. Right. Yeah, that seems very like Roman or something to me. Greek. Yeah, it's it's Greek. Greek. Yeah. Orion's Greek. Yeah. But you're right. They they kind of would have come along not too long after this, but a little later. Like but yeah. more like Jesus's time. That's what I'm you're right. saying. You're right. Closer to Jesus's time. See? Hmm. <laughs> well, okay. At least that we know of. Definitely people were calling the stars different stuff yeah. before then and noticing patterns and stuff. So they had that dude. They probably just called him something else. Mm-hmm. Something cool. Okay. Wait, John Michael is saying the constellations are currently known by their Greek names, often Latinized, but Greek astronomers basically just copied the Babylonians, mm. giving them different names and mythological backgrounds. Okay. Thank you. And the Babylonians probably copied somebody else and yeah. so on and so right. forth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay, great. So seek him who made the Pleiades and Orion and turn the shadow of death into the morning and makes the day dark with night. Who calls for the waters of the sea and pours them out on the surface of the earth? Yahweh is his name. It's a good, like, hype. (laughs) Hype man, hype man. Who brings sudden destruction to the strong so that destruction comes on the fortress? They hate him who reproves in the gate and they abhor him who speaks blamelessly. For as much, therefore, as you trample on the poor and take taxes from him of wheat, Mm. You have built houses of hewn stone, but you will not dwell in them. You have planted pleasant vineyards, but you shall not drink their wine. For I know how many your offenses and how great are your sins. You who afflict the just, who take a bribe and who turn aside the needy in the courts. Yeah. Okay, okay. My respect points for Amos are increasing because it Mm -hmm. feels like this is... Less of Yahweh talking to the Israelites as a general people, like you're so bad and you worshiped all these other gods and that's why I hate you and really calling out some like systemic oppression and some mm. tax exploitation yeah. and some a yeah. lack of justice. Yeah. Like it's calling out some systemic issues. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I can I can sink my teeth into that. I can get behind that. I'm like, yeah, that sucks. We can all relate to that much more than, oh, you lit some incense. Mm. <laughs> the later prophets should have continued along this trend yeah, as opposed yeah. to going in the direction that they went. But whatever, that was like so hot then, I guess. Well done, Amos. <laughs> well done, Amos. Yeah. That's why you're famous. Yeah. Therefore, he who is prudent shall keep silence in such a time, for it is an evil time. Mm. Seek good and not evil that you may live. And so Yahweh, the God of hosts, will be with you, as you say. Hate evil, love good. And establish justice in the courts. The three things. <laughs> what a camp! Yeah, what a campaign <laughs> moniker. <laughs> well, okay. What was it? Hate, Hate evil, evil, love good, love good, and demand justice and, and establish establish justice, justice in the courts. In the courts. Yeah, yeah. I, I I can yeah. get behind that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, it's yeah. a little vague what that means, but it's a fine starting point, I suppose. But that's that's the whole yeah. point of campaign mottos, right? Right, Is, right, right, right. It's not nuanced. It's very simple and people can chant it and get behind it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Live, laugh, love, good, hate evil and establish (laughs) justice in the courts. It it didn't fit on the (laughs) cross-stitches so they cut out that last part. Okay. Yeah. It may be that Yahweh, the God of hosts, will be gracious to the remnant of Joseph. Oh, I guess like if you do that, maybe he'll be gracious to you. 
Therefore, thus says Yahweh, the God of hosts, the Lord. It's a fun little extra addendum to the title this time. Yeah. The Lord. Yeah. Wailing will be in all the broad ways. <laughs> On Broadway. It fits with our whole musical <laughs> theme for this one. Exactly. And they will say in the streets, alas, alas. And they will call the farmer to mourning and those who are skillful in lamentation to wailing. Wait. So oh, they're going to get the, the professional <laughs> mourners. Yeah. Oh, cool. Fun. With years of experience. Yeah, that's At good. least yeah. three years of experience, please. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In all vineyards, there will be wailing, for I will pass through the midst of you, says Yahweh. That can't be good for the grapes. I think that's the point. I think that's the point, yeah. They're wailing at the grapes. They're wailing because he's going to pass through the midst and just decimate them. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Woe to you who desire the day of Yahweh. Why do you long for the day of Yahweh? It is darkness and not light. As, As if a man fled from a lion... And a bear met him. <laughs> oh. Oh, no. <laughs> Sounds like Elden Ring. Yeah. That's what happens. Oh, no. It, uh, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Like a Dark Souls game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Out Finally. of the lion and into the bear. Into the yep. bear. <laughs> into the mouth of the bear. Or he went into the house and leaned his hand on the wall and a snake bit him. Oh, <gasps> uh. no. Yeah. How unlucky. Seriously. Will the day of Yahweh not be darkness and not light? Even very dark and no brightness in it? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, why are they... He's saying the day of Yahweh? Like, what does that mean? It's going to be dark because Yahweh is pissed. Okay, he's always angry. He is coming for your candy asses. Yeah. And it's going to be bad. And she's sticking snakes in your house. Yeah, yeah. He's putting bears in your path. Uh Uh-huh. You think you got away from that lion? (laughs) Boom, bear. Nah, (laughs) yeah. I hate, I despise your feasts, and I can't stand your solemn assemblies. Yes, though you offer me your burnt offerings and meal offerings, I will not accept them. Neither will I regard the peace offerings of your fat animals. Oh, I thought you were going to say fat ass. I thought we were going for like candy ass. <laughs> okay, that's good. Love it. Take away from me the noise of your songs. I will not listen to the music of your harps. But let justice roll on like rivers and righteousness like a mighty stream. Wait, why is he angry? Because people are taking taxes or what? I think what? that's the idea. Okay. We, we talked about this a little bit in the bonus but i think that's kind of amos's whole deal is like your rituals and sacrifices don't mean nothing if you're being shitty and you know taking advantage of the poor and you know taxing people and taking their stuff and then building I mean, fancy houses yes i appreciate yeah, I love that. that but then later he wants the fancy house and is like here's the gold boy that's true. right here's the <laughs> telling you how to yeah. make the insanely Fancy house for me. Sort of some some competing agendas here. Yeah, maybe he. It, this is just shows his evolution over time. Mm. At first, he really, really wanted you know to to help the poor and the needy, mm-hmm. and then eventually he was like, "No, I'm I'm Yahweh. Like I deserve the best house in the land." Mm. That's it. Now it's also interesting thinking about how this thing about you know, taking advantage of the poor, we've heard in some of the other prophets, but they have often like, it's been a line and then they move on to whatever other stuff they want to talk about, you know, grooming babies to Mm. have sex with them and then kill them or something. And what? 
You remember the whole salted baby in the parking lot of the Joanne's fabric? You remember? <laughs> remember that whole thing? Yes. I remember. That that whole thing where it was like Israel's a baby who's uh-huh. abandoned and I took care of, but oh, then that yeah, same Israel yeah, grows up to be yeah. a lady and then I have sex grooming, with her grooming. and then I'm mad because she has sex with someone else. Yeah. And it was all very upsetting. Yeah. Anyway, what I'm saying is I do think it's interesting that Amos maybe started this whole like, hey, we should not take advantage of the poor and like have justice. And then everyone else is like, yeah, that, but also I'm going to talk about whatever weird shit I'm into. <laughs> But but also sounds you know. so familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. God created people that had like minds that wandered and wanted many things. Mm, there so. you go. There you go. Here we are. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I'm thinking Amos is is pretty cool. He's kind of sticking more to this than than anyone else is. So that's fun. Mm, yeah. Did you bring to me sacrifices and offerings in the wilderness forty years, House of Israel? <laughs> yes. You have borne the tent of your king and the shrine of your images, the star of your God, which you made for yourselves. Therefore, will I cause you to go into captivity beyond Damascus, says Yahweh, whose name is the God of hosts. And that's it. That's it. Okay. The people's Yahweh has spoken. All right. Let's move on to chapter six. Here we go. Woe to those who are at ease in Zion and to those who are secure on the mountain of Samaria, the notable men of the chief of the nations to whom the house of Israel come. Go to Kalna. Where's that? Have we seen that? Kalna? Kalna? Kalna. C-A-L-N-A. Well, (laughs) you you got to give us more than that. Come on now. C A L N E H. Oh yeah, Kalna. Kalna, sure. Kalna. Yeah. And can I can I hit you with little Eugene? Oh, we haven't had Eugene please. yet today. No, we haven't. Yeah, please. Everyone, welcome, welcome Eugene to the studio. Hello, hello, oh, Eugene. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Eugene says, uh, you know, woe to you who think you live on Easy Street in Zion. You think Mount Samaria is the good life, and this is the part I love. You assume you're at the top of the heap. Voted the number one best place to live. <laughs> In what? Like better homes and gardens? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> totally. Exactly. Amazing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> go to Kalna and see. And from there, go to Hamath the Great. Then go down to Gath of the Philistines. Are they better than these kingdoms? Or is their border greater than your border? I think I think he's saying kind of like, you think you're cool. Go check out these places. Aren't they bigger and cooler? They're cooler. Yeah. Mm, I mean, <laughs> isn't that Yahweh's fault a little bit? Mm, that it's not cooler? Maybe because then it's also their fault for taking advantage of the poor. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Those who put far away the evil day and cause the seed of violence to come near who lie on beds of ivory and stretch themselves on their couches again. (laughs) Yes. And eat the lambs out of the flock and the calves out of the midst of the stall, who strum on the strings of of a harp, who invent for themselves instruments of music, like David. Oh. Ooh, maybe he has a beef with David. Whoa. Who drink wine in bowls. Oh, gosh. In big old bowls. And anoint themselves with the best oils, but they are not grieved for the affliction of Joseph. Okay. 
Um, okay. Therefore, they will now go captive with the first to go captive. And the feasting and lounging, lounging, la- lounge. feasting and lounging. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it said longing, but it said lounging. And the feasting and lounging will end. The Lord Yahweh has sworn by himself, says Yahweh, the God of hosts. I abhor the pride of Jacob and detest his fortresses. Therefore, I will deliver up the city with all that is in it. It will happen if there remain 10 men in one house that they shall die. Um, what? what? Yeah, what about what about 10 men in one house? What, was that it? cramped? Everyone's going to die? That's not it, but that's like, oh. yeah, he's just like angry. I don't know. What about 10 men? That's nine, verse nine. Uh, I, think it's, I think it's one of those like locked room puzzles. He's like, there's 10 men in a house. They're all dead. <laughs> there's no doors or windows and they're all locked. Or like the doors are all locked from the inside and there's no windows. It's always an icicle. Okay. It's always an icicle was the murder weapon. Okay, okay, right. So here's the thing. I've been trying to follow along in the message and I can't because it's it's bad. It bears no resemblance whatsoever. Oh, wow. Like, I mean, let me just hit you with a few. Or as this would say, it bears no resemblance, whatever. Exactly. (laughs) Bears no resemblance, whatever. This is great. Okay. So woe to those who live only for today, indifferent to the fate of others. Woe to the playboys. No day but today. Woe to the playboys, the playgirls. Oh, <laughs> who think life is a party held just for them. He hated Woe, Greek Gatsby. <laughs> he hated it. Woe to those addicted to feeling good. Life without pain. Those obsessed with looking good. Life without wrinkles. <laughs> they could not care less about their country going <laughs> oh, to ruin. Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> See, I'm like, I could not follow where you were at all because it's completely different. <laughs> Don't you get Botox. <laughs> Yahweh hates Botox, according to Amos. It's he right here. He hates it. Wow. He hates it. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> all right. I'm going to move on to 10. Okay. Ten, 10 men in a house, all dead. Yeah. And then what? <laughs> when a man's relative carries him, even he who burns him to bring bodies out of the house and asks him who is in the innermost parts of the house. Yeah, it is a, it's a riddle. I'm sorry, okay. this is okay. ridiculous. <laughs> is there yet any with you? And he says, no. And then he says, hush. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's happening. This is like a Samuel Beckett play. <laughs> Seriously, this is like... Freaking waiting for Godot. Okay. It's waiting for Yahweh. Yeah, waiting for Yahweh. Wait a minute. I'm going to read this again. Okay. When a man's relative carries him, even he who burns him to bring bodies out of the house Mm -hmm. and asks him who is in the innermost parts of the house, quote, is there yet any with you? Question mark. And he says no. Then he will say hush. Indeed, we must not mention the name of Yahweh. Which part were the wrinkles at? I don't know. I don't know what oh, The happened. wrinkles were way before this. No, that's a, that was previously. Yeah. Do you want the Eugene version of this? Please. Okay. This is verses 9 and 10. Okay. According to Eugene. Ten men are in a house, all dead. What? <laughs> a, a relative... That's not all of it. A relative comes and gets the bodies to prepare them for a decent burial. He discovers a survivor huddled in a closet and asks, are there any more? The answer, not a soul, but hush. God must not be mentioned in this desecrated place. 
That still didn't clear up much. No, I mean, the closet, someone sense. in a closet, that makes a little bit more sense. What is happening? This is so wild. <laughs> okay, I'm going to finish this. Yeah, let's, let's, <laughs> let's keep on, let's keep on going. 11. For behold, Yahweh commands, and the great house will be smashed to pieces, mm. and the little house into bits. Do horses run on the rocky crags? What? <laughs> Does one plow there with oxen? What's the sound of one plow clapping? I think that's kind of what he's going for here. Does one plow there with oxen? But you have turned justice into poison and the fruit of righteousness into bitterness. You who rejoice in a thing of nothing, who say, haven't we taken for ourselves horns by our own strength? For behold, I will raise up against you a nation, house of Israel, says Yahweh, the God of hosts, and they will afflict you from the entrance of Hamath to the brook of the Arabah. So this reminds me of some parts of Ezekiel where it's like, oh, all of a sudden the drugs have kicked in. Yeah. Same yeah. with Isaiah where we suddenly take a turn. It's like, whoa. This is a left and then another left and then another left. <laughs> and an even deeper left. Wow. Okay. Wow. So do you want any of Eugene for that? Or do you want to just leave it where we have it? I, I, you know what? I kind of want to leave it because it okay. seems like every single translation we're getting, even John Michael in the chat is dropping in like some Latin translations. translations and it's not, yeah. it's not helping. It is not clarifying any of this. Yeah. And right. he even said the translations are inconsistent and unclear. So yeah. everyone was just like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah. No one in history understands. There's like, Ooh, we'll just kind of brush on past this one. So I'm going to yeah. start us with chapter seven. Do it. Thus, the Lord Yahweh showed me and behold, he formed locusts in the beginning of the shooting up of the latter growth. And yeah. behold, it was the latter growth after the king's harvest. It happened that when they made an end of eating the grass of the land, then I said, Lord Yahweh, forgive. I beg you. How could Jacob stand? For he is small. Oh, oh. <laughs> just a little boy. Oh. Yahweh relented concerning this. It shall not be, says Yahweh. Thus, the Lord Yahweh showed me, and behold, the Lord Yahweh called for judgment by fire, and it dried up the great deep and would have devoured the land. Then I said, Lord Yahweh, stop, I beg you. How could Jacob stand? For he is small. Oh, <laughs> he's still so small. He can't even stand up. He's so small. Yahweh relented concerning this. This also shall not be, says the Lord Yahweh. <laughs> Then he showed me, and behold, the Lord stood beside a wall made by a plumb line, with a plumb line in his hand. What is a plumb line? Like a like a vine of plums? No, 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 no. <laughs> it's it's a very ancient tool oh, where there would be essentially a weight this? of lead at the bottom of a string, and it's how you would make a straight line because of the gravity. gravity of would the lead down. is, yeah. you know, it's heavy enough to pull the string straight down. So that was kind of like your very early sense of being able to level anything that was vertical. That's impressive that you know that. Used often by architects and, and things like that. Did you take like ancient architecture? Well, you know, I love ancient waterways. <laughs> you know, you well, know no, I love this stuff. Yeah, you do love this stuff. Yeah, I love it. But it's it. also a thing that's still used today. I mean, it's that, that term is still used in building shit today. Like yeah. to have okay. a plumb line or to like oh. make something plumb as you put like a weight on the end of a string to make sure it's 
actually vertical Plum. to the earth and not just relative to your maybe crooked walls that you have around you. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. So if you're in a pinch and you don't have a level, make a plumb line. You can do it. And then use your protractor to measure 90 degrees from it and then you'll get a, a level. I'm sorry. I don't have a protractor on me. Okay. <laughs> it was funny. Just the other day, we were having a debate about angles and I was like, well, get out your protractor, Dedeker. And neither of us had a protractor. So, yeah, Of course you didn't. Okay. So you grabbed your phone. Yep. Verse seven. Thus he showed me and behold, the Lord stood beside a wall made by a plumb line with a plumb line in his hand. <laughs> Yahweh said to me, Amos, what do you see? I said, a plumb line? <laughs> 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 I love that they're like oh, just gosh. having like a little random conversation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, there's all this like pomp and circumstance uh, with all the other boys, you know, in uh-huh. crazy mushroom trips with that one guy. Mm-hmm. But with him, he's like, let's do some protractor <laughs> stuff. <laughs> uh-huh. Welcome to geometry class. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's like, what is this? Uh, a protractor? Then, uh, yeah. Okay. Then the Lord said, Behold, I will set a plumb line in the midst of my people Israel. I will not again pass by them anymore. The high places of Isaac will be desolate. The sanctuaries of Israel will be laid waste. And I will rise against the house of Jeroboam with the sword. Just as a fun note, um, Eugene calls these sex and religion shrines. Oh, just good. that image good, good. in your head, yeah. My mom just sent me an Amazon thing that says Swanson Tool 8-ounce brass plumb bob with string. Oh, good. So you can <laughs> yeah, buy yeah. your own. Yeah. I think it's a plumb line, but it's mm-hmm. called a plumb bob on here. Yeah, that's, that's another name for it, a plumb yeah. bob. Oh, okay, cute. Thanks, mom. <laughs> in the chat, your mom is saying that she used to have a plumb line, but I guess you never looked at it. Oh, so. <laughs> she tried yeah. to. She was like, Emily, what do you see? And you're like, I don't know. I'm like, a string. A string I don't know. <laughs> some weird <laughs> shit on the bottom. Whoops. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> then Amaziah, the priest of Bethel, sent to Jeroboam, king of Israel, saying, Amos has conspired against you in the midst of the house of Israel. The land is not able to bear all his words. Mm. For Amos says, Jeroboam will die by the sword, and Israel shall surely be led away captive out of his land. Oh, oh, oh. Amaziah is tattling on Amos. Yeah, so this is this is what I was talking about. This is what I read about, where there's like, this is actually a story about people's reactions to stuff that Amos is saying. Um, so it's like, after all that, now Amaziah is like, look, he's saying shit. He's talking shit about you, Jeroboam. Listen, look, look. Listen. Oh, and there's more. Now, Amaziah also said to Amos, you seer, go, flee away into the land of Judah, and there eat bread and prophesy there, but don't prophesy again anymore at Bethel, for it is the king's sanctuary and it is a royal house. Whoa. <laughs> then Amos answered Amaziah. This is some good goss. Yeah. Some really Such good goss. Good goss. Yeah. <laughs> then Amos answered Amaziah, I was no prophet, neither was I a prophet's son, but I was a herdsman and a farmer of sycamore trees. And Yahweh took me from following the flock. And Yahweh said to me, Go, prophesy to my people Israel. Huh. Now, therefore, listen to the word of Yahweh. You say, don't prophesy against Israel and don't preach against the house of Isaac. So this therefore, is a little bit of like stuff that A little bit is, more story. Yeah, just a mm-hmm. touch of story in here. 
Yeah, there's some drama. Sprinkle. People in power are like, get out of here. Yeah. Therefore, thus says Yahweh, your wife shall be a prostitute in the city, and your sons and your daughters shall fall by the sword, and your land shall be divided by line, and you yourself shall die in a land that is unclean, and Israel shall surely be led away captive out of his land. This is some great drama. I love it. So, so some priest is like, hey, King Jeroboam, uh, Amos is saying shit about you and about Israel. And then Jeroboam's like, hey, Amos, get out of here. Don't say this shit here. And Amos is like, oh, oh, interesting. That's cool because I wasn't really a prophet, but then God told me to start preaching that your wife is a whore. It's <laughs> oh. just, like, just like out of nowhere. Mic drop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This is amazing. Amazing. This chapter has been one of the most exciting chapters. I've got to say this is way better than Joel. Yeah, it was badass. Way better, (laughs) way better. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay, okay. This is a good time to take a break, calm ourselves down after this epic battle of wits and words of Amos. Uh, Maybe we're going to get more of that. I don't know. It's very Hamilton. It is very Hamilton. You're right. It's good. Mm. All right. We're going to take a quick break to talk about how you can support this show if it's something that you love. If this show is something you love, the best thing you can do is just tell your friends about it and come check out our live shows. At drunkbiblestudy.com slash live, you can get all of the information. You can watch our live streams when we're doing them, as well as links to follow us on Twitch and join in the chat. And uh, if you aren't able to listen to it live, then just tell your friends to listen to the recorded versions with you because it's so much fun. And if this show is something that you love and you want to support it uh, financially, we have a Patreon. It's at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. You can become a parishioner there. And as a thank you, we have things like early releases of episodes, personal toasts on the show, Emily's drink recipes and pictures, and our undying gratitude. And we're back. Woo! Amos, chapter 8. Thus the Lord Yahweh showed me, Behold, a basket of summer fruit. Oh. Hmm. He said... Stone fruit. Uh-huh. He said, Amos... What do you see? I said, a basket of summer fruit. (laughs) Amazing. Oh, this is great. This is rich. I I love this. Really getting a feel for Amos and his whole relationship. That's great. Then Yahweh said to me, the end has come on my people Israel. I will not again pass by them anymore. Mm -hmm. The songs of the temple will be wailings in that day, said the Lord Yahweh. The dead bodies will be many. In every place, they will throw them out with silence. Hear this. You... Hold hold on, hold on. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. What what happened to the summer fruit? Yeah, it doesn't seem to be related. I know. (laughs) He's like, I'm going to show you a pretty basket of stone fruit. You're going to... Your mouth is going to start to water. And then I'm going to talk to you about dead bodies. I'm like, is it... Is it just, he's like, hey, what's this? It's another carrot and stick. He's like, what's this? Uh, it's fruit. That's right. Also, I'm going to kill everybody. Oh, kind of like, how does, yeah, how nowhere. does Eugene, how does the message handle that interaction? Not well. Okay. So, my master God showed me this vision a bowl of fresh fruit. He said, What do you see, Amos? I said, A bowl of fresh ripe fruit. God said, Right. So I'm calling it quits with my people, Israel. I'm no longer <laughs> acting as if everything is just fine. No. Oh, 
Oh, Yahweh is cracked. Maybe he's, he's always been pissed. cracked. He's not happy. Oh, I love oh, it. My goodness. This is so good. Yeah. This is so good. Okay. Hear this, you who desire to swallow up the needy and cause the poor of the land to fail, saying, When will the new moon be gone that we may sell grain? And the Sabbath that we may market wheat, making the ephah small and the shekel large and dealing falsely with balances of deceit. Yeah, just have those like fake scales, you know, like weighted dice or marked cards, you know, being dishonest. Mm. Wow. That we may buy. I just, okay, sorry. Uh huh. Yeah. I just have this like wonderful image of it's like Yahweh's invited him to his house and he's like has this plate of like freshly baked cookies and Amos is like really hungry. Mm, uh-huh. And Yahweh's just like mm. holding on to the plate of cookies and like not letting him have any while he's lecturing oh, him about all yeah. these terrible things. And, Amos, and then he throws them in the garbage and puts like dawn over exactly, it. Exactly. Just like right he's in like, front. You can't have them. Totally. <laughs> Totally. Okay. So, so anyway, so he's talking about, um, hear this to all of you who do all these bad things, right? You're dealing dishonestly. You're having fake weights so that, that, you know, effas seem small and shekels are large. So people have to pay you more money that we may buy the poor for silver and the needy for a pair of shoes and sell the sweepings with the wheat. Yahweh has sworn by the pride of Jacob. Surely I will never forget any of their works. Won't the land tremble for this and everyone mourn who dwells in it? Yes, it will rise up wholly like the river and it will be stirred up and sink again like the river of Egypt. It will happen in that day, says the Lord Yahweh, that I will cause the sun to go down at noon Oh, and I will darken the earth in the clear day. Whoa, more cosmological events. Cool. Yeah, I love it. Wow. I will turn your feasts into mourning and all your songs into lamentation. And I will make you wear sackcloth on all your bodies and baldness on every head. Okay. Oh, man. Yeah. I will make it like the morning for an only sun and the end of it like a bitter day. Behold, the days come, says the Lord Yahweh, that I will send a famine in the land, not a famine of bread, nor a thirst for water, but of hearing the words of Yahweh. Well, oh, no one's going to care. <laughs> Everyone will be like, oh, we're fine. They're, they're like this yeah. famine has already been happening for hundreds yeah. of years, Yahweh. Like, we're fine. We'll be okay as long as we got the bread and the water. Oh, you spared us. <laughs> they will wander from sea to sea and from the north even to the east. Interesting. Interesting. North to the east. Okay. They will run back and forth to seek the word of Yahweh and will not find it. In that day, the beautiful virgins and the young men will faint for thirst. Those who swear by the sin of Samaria and say, as your God, Dan, lives. Dan? (laughs) Dan? As As your God, comma, Dan, comma, lives. That sounds like Dan is the God. No? Yeah, that's confusing. But Dan is the tribe. I see. Yeah. So as your God, Dan, lives. And as the way of Beersheba lives, they will fall and never rise up again. Are they just talking to Dan specifically? Like to the tribe of Dan? Maybe Dan in this time was like particularly awful, sinful, worshiping other gods or something. And so it's really calling him out here. I don't know. I have, I have no idea. 
have no idea. All right, everyone, let's bring this home. Here we go. The final chapter of Amos 9. I saw the Lord standing beside the altar and he said, Strike the tops of the pillars and the thresholds may shake and break them in pieces on the head of all of them. And I will kill the last of them with the sword. There shall not one of them flee away and there shall not one of them escape. Wow, he was angry. Yeah. Though they dig into Sheol, there my hand will take them. And though they climb up to heaven, there I will bring them down. (laughs) Though they hide themselves in the top of Carmel. Uh, Caramel? Caramel. Caramel? (laughs) You say Caramel? Yeah. I say Caramel. No, definitely. No, it's definitely (laughs) Caramel. Yeah. I will search and take them out there. And though they be hid from my sight in the bottom of the sea... There I will command the serpent, mm. and it will bite them. Oh, the sea yeah, all these wow. snakes he's sending after yeah, people. Jeez. Love it. Yeah, he loves snakes right now. Though they go into captivity before their enemies, there I will command the sword, and it will kill them. Mm. I will set my eyes on them for evil and not for good. For the Lord Yahweh of hosts is he who touches the land and it melts. Whoa. And all who dwell in it will mourn, and it will rise up wholly like the river. The river is capitalized, and will sink again like the river of Egypt. Mm. It is he who builds his chambers in the heavens, and has founded his vault on the earth. He who calls for the waters of the sea, and pours them out on the surface of the earth. Yahweh is his name. What? No, okay, this is interesting that he's just, I'm thinking about sort of the evolution of imageries of where God lives and heaven and stuff like that. But it's saying that God builds his palace mm-hmm. so the towers are high in the sky, but the foundation is on the earth. So it's still not this idea that it's like floating in the sky, but just that it's very tall, built built okay. on the earth. It seem, seems to me, I don't know, it's just kind of interesting that jumped out to me. Yeah. Are you not like the children of the Ethiopians to me, children of Israel, says Yahweh? Haven't I brought up Israel out of the land of Egypt and the Philistines from Kaftor and the Syrians from Kir? Behold, the eyes of the Lord Yahweh are on the sinful kingdom and I will destroy it from off the surface of the earth, except that I will not utterly destroy the house of Jacob, says Yahweh. For behold... But but I won't totally destroy them. But I'm not going to... Like, not totally, don't worry. We've seen this before. They're going to be around for a little while. For behold, I will command, and I will sift the house of Yahweh among the nation as the grain is sifted in a sieve, and yet not the least kernel will fall on the earth. Uh, Okay. Okay. All the sinners of my people will die by the sword, who say, evil won't overtake nor meet us. In that day, I will raise up the tent of David, who is fallen, sadly. And close up its breaches, and I will raise up its ruins, and I will build it as in the days of old, that they may possess the remnant of Edom and all the nations who are called by my name, says Yahweh, who does this. Behold, the days come, says Yahweh, that the plowman shall overtake the reaper, and the one shredding grapes, him who sows seed and sweet wine will drip from the mountains and flow from the hills. 
Wow. Not not a huge fan of a sweet wine not myself. I prefer the dry. Yeah, but, really not know. me either. But but I guess if you're dying of thirst, you'll take whatever, you know. I mean, that's not going to really like help with like the thirst quenching, but whatever. But also in this day and it's age kind where of you a diuretic, you don't have a lot of very very sweet things really other than honey. Mm, that's mm. true. So it's like a real treat. Stealing yeah. stuff from bees. Right. Yeah. And so it's a real treat to have a sweet wine. It's like a like a coke. <laughs> I will bring back the captivity of my people Israel and they will rebuild the ruined cities and inhabit them and they will plant vineyards and drink wine from them. They shall also make gardens and eat the fruit of them. I will plant them on their land and they will no more be plucked up out of their land which I have given them, says Yahweh. Your God, Selah. Not really, but is that it? <laughs> yeah, wow. I I, That's it. I was holding out hope that whole time that the basket of summer fruit was somehow no <laughs> going to be connected back. to any of this. He, he never did, really yeah. stuck the landing with the plumb line either. I'm like, he's got to set a plumb line in there. I'm like, I don't know what that means, Yahweh. <laughs> I didn't either. I didn't know at all what it meant. Yahweh just happened to have summer fruit in his hand at that moment. And he was like, Amos, you with me? You with me? What is this? What is this? What is this? <laughs> Right. Everyone's gonna die. <laughs> yeah, it's just and gonna like, bring him back to I'm reality. A farmer, it's fruit. I know. Yeah. <sighs> All right, that happened. That's it for Amos. That's Everybody, it. give it up for John yeah. C. Riley. Yeah. Good job. Thank you. I really, really appreciate you being part of this project, um, John. John, well done. John, I John think C. he's been the best prophet. At least the most likable prophet so far because... I'd the most likable prophet. Yeah. I think he could add a lot of nuance to this. Like fun, yeah. likability. He, uh, he kept it real. Yeah. He talked about real issues that were yeah. relatable. Some structural Trots. issues, socioeconomic issues, instead of making it just about worshiping other gods. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm into it. Quite, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and now... And now it's time for Silly Psalms with DBS, the part of the show where DBS comes out and reads some psalms. Psalms 96. Sing to Yahweh a new song. Sing to Yahweh all the earth. Sing to Yahweh. Bless his name. Proclaim his salvation from day to day. This is the this is the psalm that I made a song out of when I was a teenager. (gasps) Really? And I sang it at church. Really? Yeah. Can you can you sing it? Could you well, sing actually, it right wait. Now? Maybe it's not this one. Hold on. There's a lot that are very similar. Oh, Jace, we need to know. You can't. You can't oh, no, tease sorry. us like this. I'm sorry. Psalm 100 is the one that I made into oh, a song. Okay, so we're, so we're, we're getting close. there. Uh, yeah. Very close. Okay, okay, maybe our celebration for reaching our hundredth psalm will be you Ooh. giving us a little performance. Yes. Jeez, I don't. I, gosh, do I even remember it? Boy. Okay, I'll have to think about that uh, a bit. You, uh, can, you better figure it out. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> Set yourself up for that one. <laughs> Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous works among all the peoples. For Yahweh is great and greatly to be praised. Mm. He is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the peoples are idols, but Yahweh made the heavens. Honor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. Ascribe to Yahweh, you families of nations. Ascribe to Yahweh glory and strength. Ascribe to Yahweh the glory due to his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Worship Yahweh in holy array. Tremble before him, all the earth. Say among the nations, Yahweh reigns. 
The world is also established. It can't be moved. He will judge the peoples with equity. Let the heavens be glad and let the earth rejoice. Let the sea roar and its fullness. Let the field and all that is in it exult. Then all the trees of the woods shall sing for joy before Yahweh, for he comes, for he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world with righteousness, the peoples with his truth. Wow. Okay, continuing on to Psalm 97. Dedeker, you've had like two sips of that. (laughs) It's very strong. It's very strong. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Okay, Psalm 97. Yahweh reigns. Let the earth rejoice. Let the multitude of islands be glad. Clouds and darkness are around him. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of his throne. A fire goes before him and burns up his adversaries on every side. His lightning lights up the world. The earth sees and trembles. The mountains Mm. melt like wax at the presence of Yahweh, at the presence of the Lord of the whole earth. earth. The heavens declare his righteousness. All the peoples have seen his glory. Let all them be shamed who serve engraved images who boast in their idols. Worship him, all you gods. Zion heard and was glad. (laughs) The daughters of Judah rejoiced because of your judgments, Yahweh. For you, Yahweh, are most high above all the earth. You are exalted far above all gods. You who love Yahweh hate evil. Okay, we just we just covered this in Amos. That's yeah. great. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Good. good, good. He preserves the souls of his saints. He delivers them out of the hand of the wicked. Light is sown for the righteous and gladness for the upright in heart. Be glad in Yahweh, you righteous people. Give thanks to his holy name. Yeah. That's good. It was fun. It was fun. Wow. We did it, everyone. Well, please stick around (laughs) for the bonus episode, those of you who are in the chat, because we're going to do a quig. Yes. And I don't know what it's going to say, but (laughs) we're going to find out. Um, I don't know if I remember anything that happened last week, but here we go. All righty. Thank you all for joining us for Bible study today. If you want to join the audience on our live stream shows, follow us on Twitch at Drunk Bible Study or go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash live. If you want even more Drunk Bible Study, including early releases, cocktail recipes, personal toasts on the show, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and write us a nice review on iTunes, letting other people know what you like about it. You can also join fellow listeners in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jace Lindgren, Dedeker Winston, and me, Emily Matlack. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album Home of The The The. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. I made a memory about your dad.